Okay, so I just woke up from a couple of visions. I didn't talk about the one I had before. I don't I don't know how to feel about the visions. I started off feeling like I'm not supposed to have them. They're demonic. Then it got to the point where it felt like I still don't want these visions. I don't want visions at all. Then it got to the point where I started realizing like God is in some of these visions trying to give me pointers and trying to help me through things. So maybe they're helpful. Then it got to the point where it's like I don't care how helpful they is. I'd rather just not have them. Then it got to the point where like these visions are torturous. And I definitely... Like I was afraid of them. Then it got to the point where it's like the visions I feel like are being used by God to get me up and make me fat. So they're they're definitely of God. Then it gets to the point where it's like I just don't want visions. Like I know that God is capable of helping me through this without them, so I'd rather just not have them. Then it got to the point where it's like I realized that they're I feel like they might be real. These people in these visions are real. I'm actually visiting real places. Then it got to the point where I saw that God was sending me as like an angel to certain places. And I'm like, this is real. These are not just visions. Like these are real. This is real. I'm really doing this stuff. Then, then like I noticed I was getting like five strong visions, four or five strong visions every time I would sleep. So I almost couldn't sleep. Then, You know, I realized I couldn't get attached to these visions, no matter how helpful or any ones I might have that I liked, which was like every blue moon. I would get like so many visions I hated and didn't want to be in or a part of. Then I would get one or two every blue moon that were like cool or good or something I actually appreciated so I didn't want the visions and I kept praying praying them away and now I feel like what you know without these visions if I'm not having these visions I'm a little worried if I'm not doing like if I'm falling off or maybe I'm not doing the work I'm supposed to be doing with God like maybe things aren't going how they how they should be going if I if I'm not having these visions that's what I'm starting to feel like so I don't know but anyways I'm not having visions as much as I used to um, I'm now only having significant ones, like every, like way less than usual, and it's like one of them, and then the insignificant ones, I think I still have, but I don't remember them, and I don't know what that means, it feels like it's not a good thing, but, um, I'm not gonna let anything that is taken away or given affect my fight, because I realize, like, that's just, that's worse than it, than losing anything so I would just have to deal with whatever it is whatever that means 
Anyway, so I had this vision. It was about 5 o'clock in the morning. I woke up from it. In this vision, I woke up in my car, my old car that I crashed. And I'm just in my car, and it's so comfortable. And I'm just enjoying the time while I'm in it. And I'm just like, my car. When did I get my car back? Where am I? And I found out I'm in a Walmart parking lot. So I try to figure out, like, what am I doing? Where am I going? Right now I'm just parked. So I look down at my phone. It's on a charger in the car, but it's dead. So I'm like, maybe I have to turn my car on for my phone to start charging. So I turn my car on and I pull out because I'm, like, going to drive. And I just end up pulling around into another parking spot. Then I realize I'm waiting on somebody. And then my phone is not there. Then I'm like, because I question if this is my car so much. Somebody hopped in and said, it's their car. It's not your car. So, it's their car and I'm driving. And I'm like, okay. This guy hops in and he's like, I'm about to ask him, like, what's going on? What am I doing here? We're outside a liquor store. He pulls up on he answers, he answers his phone. And he's like, you know, hey, talking to a friend, you know, can I get, or, or I need you to do something. I don't know. I'm at the liquor store with this, you know, shorty or something like that. And, like, we was on this or we was on that or whatever. I don't know what he was saying, but all I know is he, like, stopped talking and he's still on the phone. And then when I'm not paying attention or when I'm trying to listen, he stops talking and then all this stuff. So, it was a lot of stuff going on. But I sent something about him. Like, he's not a horrible person. So... When I went to go, like, check up on him, like, is this a bad person, like, that I'm with? Like, should I be worried? Like, what am I doing in this car? And then I felt like I couldn't leave. I couldn't go nowhere. So I was driving, and I was about to drive off. And I'm thinking, like, where, what direction am I going in? I can't tell because my phone is still dead, now gone. I don't know where it is. But I pull off, and I'm about to take off. I see the police. Flashing their lights like, if you need the police, they're right there. But I realized I couldn't go to the police because it's something that told me that was pointless. So I just believed on God and I just kept believing in God and I moved forward. Then I woke up immediately right before I hit the freeway because I was about to drive myself home if it was my car. So I woke up from that vision and that vision felt significant because usually in these visions I'm being told that these, you know, times I'm with these guys like I'm being prostituted off and like that's what's happening and sometimes these guys are like, you know, good guys. 
where they wouldn't even do that. They wouldn't even allow me to do that with my body. Not with them. And, you know, that don't change much for when I'm other places, obviously. But while I'm there, you know, they're not going to do that. And I appreciate that. I feel like that's a great thing. But I do, like I, I do obviously feel traumatized about the fact that that's what's happening and I can't stop that. I can't help that. I don't have any control over that. And I pray to God and I keep praying to God and God is telling me like, it's okay. I got you. Keep going. Just keep trusting me. Just keep believing in me because it's not what it looks like or it is what it looks like but it's like it's not it's not what you think like there's so much more to it that they're not going to allow you to ponder on or know they don't want you to know all that I'm doing they just want you to know that part like the devil is a liar he's going to tell you this is what God is allowing to happen to you. He won't tell you all the details surrounding it. And the details, you might say, it doesn't matter. The details surrounding it does not matter. That's what's happening. It does not matter. But the details surrounding it very well could change your mind. And the different. it could be the big difference around it, surrounding it. Sometimes it feels like it does not matter. But when you actually have a good head on your shoulders and you can actually analyze the whole and assess the whole situation correctly or as best as possible then you you realize that certain details depending on what they are do make a difference they make a big difference they really do sometimes a big difference sometimes just a difference whatever it's like i could i could do an i could think of an analogy right now but i'm just keep moving forward but anyways like I feel like when I'm talking to God when I'm when I'm consulting with God like God really like I'm just really like shocked like is this really what that is and if so what am I doing here like what is going on and God is like yeah just leave it at that just leave it at you know, because every single time I consult with him, he just not, doesn't let me go further with my thinking. Because I think that it's a way of Satan to make me question God's character and what he's doing in the situation. And, of course, how it looks. It's, they're trying to make God look bad. That's the point. But in reality, you know, Satan, Satan put me in a situation after knowing that I am chosen and anointed by God. So he put me in this situation in order to get me to question God's goodness and his mercy and his grace. And so the details are, you know, he's God is fighting me out of this situation. God is bringing me through. But if I'm, a, if I'm in battle, if I'm a warrior... And I'm fighting for, you know, whatever the greater good, not whatever, but I'm fighting for God's kingdom and it's not about me. 
it's a it's a it's a bigger battle at hand right now. Like so it's a it's deeper than just me. And I get put in a compromising position or a compromising situation, which of course is horrible. Would it be stupid for me to throw the whole war or the whole battle or the whole ultimate outcome that's definitely going to happen over hurt feelings or over a situation? Of course, it's not ideal. Of course, it's compromising to a multitude of things, but and it seems unfair. And honestly, it takes growth to even be able to accept you know that you ever were put in that that position it seems unfair but when you realize who god is and you realize who he's always been you realize that no matter how horrible this situation is god is still worth fighting for because if i let god go right now over this situation that's exactly what satan intended to happen that's why he put me in it Clearly, he knows that this situation will have, you know, really tested my faith in God. So that's what I have. That's the the choices I'm faced with. And it, it also oftentimes frustrates me in that way. Like, why is it, you know, if I don't do this, I don't have God anymore? Why is it if I if I allow this situation to, you know, overtake my mind or pull me out of whatever this is going on pull me out of my faith that I don't have God anymore it feels like God is supposed to be more solid than that but it's not God that's not solid it would be me and nobody can pull us out of his hands anyway so that's what you know oftentimes I'm debating like I should never be able to even compromise a position with God at all no matter what I do or no matter what I I did but but in all honesty like this situation is like if w- without god you know if i if i if i decide to be mad at god if i decide to take it out on god if i decide to be upset at god that's exactly what it's set up to do and it makes me so mad sometimes. I say to myself, so I feel trapped in, like without a choice. Why would why would God have to trap me? God doesn't have to trap anybody. He gives you a choice. He tells you the truth and he lets you choose for yourself. He never has to trap you and your faith in him. So I say, I say to myself, if he's not trapping me in my faith in him, then what is he doing? Well, he's trusting me because... Think about it. I'm already choosing God, no matter what, anyways, despite any situation. That's how I feel. So he trusted me enough with this situation that he put me in it, and he knew that it would not break my faith in him. If he did not trust me with this, he would have said, I can't put you even in this situation because you may not believe in me anymore. You may walk away from your faith in me completely. And forget about everything that I've done for you. So he trusted me enough to not do that. He trusted me enough to know that he was more important. And he trusted me enough to know that everything he has instilled in me was worth fighting for. No matter what the circumstance. Because this is heavy. Like, 
the reactions from people. I, if I was, if God ever allowed me to be in something like that, I don't know if I could still believe in him anymore. If God ever put me in a situation like that, man, I, I don't know if I ever still believe in God. I would have took this. I would have took that. I would have took this opportunity out. I would have took that opportunity out. I would have did this and I would have did that. And obviously that's why he doesn't trust you with a mission like this. Obviously that's why he would never trust you with such an important assignment like this. Because you would have took the opportunity that Satan was giving to turn your back on him. After he had felt that he could trust you to have enough faith in him that he would never compromise you. He would never compromise all that he's placed in you. So when I hear stuff like this, I realize, like, do I want to be one of those people? Because that's that's what God is present, presenting to me. Do you want to be one of those people who are like, nah, if that was me, I would have been done with God. Or I, could, I don't know if I could believe in God past that. And it should be nothing on this planet that ever makes you say that about your faith in God after all that he's done for you. You should always believe in him no matter what the circumstances is, no matter what it looks like, no matter what it really is going on or really isn't. He's always worth it because he is in control. He is Alpha and Omega. He's the king of the universe. So whatever situation that you're going through, it's never worse than where you, what you could be doing, meaning hell for eternity. So that's why. And it seems unfair, but it's testing that pride that you need to get rid of. That's prideful to say that any situation would ever pull you away from him. So it's the ultimate test of humility. The ultimate test of strength and faith and confidence and trust in him. It is. And considering... Considering the circumstances, like, so many different times, like, I've just been so distraught. I didn't know what to do. Like, I'm just, like, I'm still with you, God. I'm still for you, God. But I just, my mind, my heart, everything, my soul is, like, falling out right now. Like, I can't, I can't, I can't take it. I need, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know. And he's always there. He's always there. And the thing about it is he's not going to let you even allow your mind to go to go to that place. That's what Satan wants. Like, he's going to always be right there. Like, listen, you don't even have to think like that. You can just trust in me. I'm right here. Just take my hand and just trust in me. And it's always there where I'm in this mindset the entire time. Like, you know, yes, this is happening. Yes, this is going on. Yes, this is real. But I'm okay. I'm okay, I'm going to be okay, and I choose God, and he's always good. And a lot of times people say, I'm dumb for that. You're dumb. You're stupid. Like, what? Like, all this stuff is going on. All you can do is just, like, you still trying to praise God and be happy. Like, I just told you this is what's happening here. Like, praise God. I thank you, Jesus. That's why I feel like you're, like, this is why people tell me I'm brainwashed or I'm a slave. But it's like, okay. There's so many different things I could say about that. But here's something I'll say that I feel like is on my heart right now. 
when you're over with doing there with doing what you want to do without God or without having to, you know, with without tr- as much trust and faith in him as you feel like you sh- like you, like you feel like you as much trust and faith in him as you actually should have. I'll just say that. When you're over there doing all of that and you out and you about and you you're able to be prideful, you're able to do all these different things. You don't have to like you feel like you're making the right decisions. You would never do something that's dumb like you said it was dumb. Are you still struggling? Are you still suffering? Do you still have to endure through pain? Because the only difference between me and you right now, since we both struggling, we both suffering, and we both enduring through pain, is that my faith is in God. So ultimately, you know, whether you believe in heaven or hell or not, at the end of this, we both die, right? We all die one day. I just know where I'm going or I just have confidence in where I'm fighting to be. That's the only difference. And if you see it like, well, I don't care about that. You know, I don't care about where I'll end up. I don't care about heaven or hell. And I don't care about all that stuff. Then that just means you're just suffering. You're just struggling without hope. Because we're both doing the same thing. We're both suffering and struggling. You're not better than me and I'm not better than you. The difference is I got hope in God. That's it. So if you call it dumb, you call it dumb. Maybe I call it dumb that you don't have any. Regardless. Same thing. But you you find people laughing at things. And this is, I feel like God is, every time I, like, I don't ask, but I wonder how God sees it when people are laughing at what I'm going through or anything or anybody's situation. And he's told me on multiple different occasions, like, well, for one, nobody can judge anybody. Everybody down there is a mess and a mis- not a mess, but everybody down there has made mistakes and it's not perfect. And from where I'm sitting, nobody can judge anybody. But also, why laugh at anybody's situation, you know, when your situation is not ideal? Well, same thing. That's the same thing, but it's like, People are laughing at different situations while they're going through whatever they're going through. And honestly, none of it is funny. Nothing is funny. But whatever makes you feel better, you know? Like, people just do this stuff to help themselves get through things. It makes them feel better. And, you know, I'm trying my best to pick up God's perspective. Because it still hurts when people laugh at me. It still hurts when people point the finger But, you know, I'm trying my best not to be judgmental and to hold back my opinions on people's lives or people's situations, especially after what I've seen in God and through God and how he's shown me, you know, where I sit, I'm I'm in no position to judge anybody. Only he is. So... Despite all of that, you know, I realize that his perspective, with his perspective, you are unaffected by anything people say or do. You just do what's necessary and what needs to be done. And now it's, you know, when when I'm able to access that perspective, which is there for a second, then it's gone, then it's there for a second, then it's gone. I'm trying my best to grasp it and hold on to it and keep it forever. But that perspective 
it's a blessing because you stop you're stop you're not affected by things that people do and you trust God. You trust him and it's an unwavering faith. It makes your faith un it, it keeps your faith unwavering, but something I realized is like Now I'm losing track of my thoughts now. But I'll just go to the next vision. So in the next vision, I am at home. And when I'm there, my sister comes in the room and she just doesn't look like herself. She's not herself. And we immediately start arguing. And she just started telling me like, She says, why do you care what I do? And why don't you just move on with your life? It's not like I, you know, I don't care. You know, I don't care about you or whatever she said. I don't know if she said that she don't care about me. But she pretty much just said, like, yes, this is what's going on. You know that already. It's not no point in, you know, acting like you're surprised or whatever. And she just said some really hurtful stuff, like, this is what I choose. This is what I want to do. I don't care if it hurts you, whatever. I don't know. Something like that. I don't know what she said word for verbatim. I just know it pretty much consisted of that. And I was just like, why do you feel like it's okay to be the way you are? Like, not even not even that I'm judging her, but it's just like, this is what I'm fighting for. You're not about to stop me from fighting for that, you know? And I don't want to, I don't want it to be like this. And I'm angry. So we're both arguing, you know, angrily, probably saying some really choice words to each other. But then she says, you know, just leave it like this. Just stop fighting for, you know, that. It doesn't matter. You look dumb anyways because I don't care. Like, you're not making a difference with me. And it hurts my feelings to hear her say that, especially seeing, like, you know, it feels like she's fighting on the other opposite, opposing team in order to hinder me from my growth, not just my growth, but also, you know, to hinder me from helping anybody else, including herself. And, you know, it's already hurtful enough that you're doing all of this to me. I can't even believe you would do that, but then it's just... It's another thing that you don't want to see me help nobody else, you know? It, it got me so upset, we started fighting. So we started fighting. We were just, you know, punching and kicking each other. And all I know is, like, I am, like, really, like, punching her and kicking her super hard. But I'm, like, every time I look at these visions like this, I always think to myself, <laughs> every time I look at these visions like this, I always think to myself, like, um, 
this is not real. This is set up. Why are they just letting me wail on her? Why are they just letting me punch her and kick her? Like, this is not how we will fight. How we will usually fight, you know, it will really be something. Like, you know, she would probably be getting the best of me for a little while, whatever. And I would have to do my best, like, or do whatever I can to, like, come back from that and, and really, like fight you know i would have to really fight her she like we would fight like that that's how we would fight and you know for so long i can never win a fight with her honestly but the thing is though that wasn't because i couldn't win a fight it was because you know of my mindset and where my mind goes when it comes to fighting I don't like to make excuses because I have, it was plenty of times I was a kid where I really wanted to hurt her, really wanted to, or growing up, but it takes for me to not know, it takes for me to not see her as who she is, to fight fight her like that. Like, I could, I gotta not care about you, or something gotta be more important for me to ever fight you like that. I never understood why she fought me like that and it hurt my feelings. But that's just how she fight. I can't fight like that. Like, it's something instilled in me where it's like, don't fight her like a stranger off the street. And really, don't fight nobody like that. Like, I don't know. It's a part of me that just, you know, it rebel against violence like that. And I think that's Jesus training me up since I was a child. Like, he's putting it in my heart. Like, you know, you. I know you think this kind of stuff is okay right now. But do you really... Could you really see yourself feeling like this kind of stuff is okay forever? And if you can't see yourself feeling like this kind of stuff is okay forever, maybe you need to be careful with how you fight like this because you get accustomed to this violence and wanting to hurt people. It places something in you that could very well stay inside of you or become worse and never go. So for me... It's like, I don't want to be like this in my future. So I guess I have to like, I have to monitor this. Like I have to manage this anger. This is anger. And that anger stays. And that anger, you know, you carry that through life. And then you get older and that anger is still there. And it starts with just a small fight. Like because you allow that anger to sit in your heart and sit in your soul and you allowed it to beat somebody down like that like you allowed it to take over your mind so that you can beat somebody down like that i've heard people say i don't i'm not even angry when i fight i love fighting i just love to fight and that's not okay like that's a demon there's something in your body and your soul that's like it's a demon like that is inciting violence and it makes you not care about your brother or your sister. It's disconnected something in your mind and your heart. Like something that makes you not care about your brother or your sister is very dangerous because that's the one thing you're here to do. Love your brother and your sister and yourself and love God. Of course, love God first, but you know, that's what you're here to do. You're not here to be violent you're not here to do all this other stuff all this other stuff is of satan so if you can't if you got something in your heart that's disconnecting 
or something in your mind has disconnected you from being able to love your brother and your sister to the point where you're able to incite violence on them just because you feel like it or you you just can't you can't you love to hurt more than you love to love you love to hate more than you love to love that's hateful is it's anger it is you know dysfunction it's not peace it's not of god he did not place that in you so god was definitely telling me to be careful with that because i could have very well turned it to the person who loved dysfunction like that and carried that with me throughout my life and it would have been more than just about winning a few fights it would have been like turning into a different person it wasn't who i was it wasn't who i am i'm glad i'm glad that i listen I'm glad that I listened to God when he told me not to get violent and not to be hateful. So in this vision that I had previously, when I fought my sister and I fought my cousin, they both used to beat me up growing up. And I always told myself, you know, I know what I can really do. But I will only do that if, you know, it was life or death. And since it'll never be that, they'll never see me fight them like that. And that's just that. I choose that. That's what it is. But <clears throat> but as far as, you know, that that goes, we ended up fighting like that. And that was just, I feel like God confirming that for All those times I wanted to know for sure, like, but God, let me just know for sure, like, you know, I know already for sure to myself, but maybe they need to know because they always make fun of me. They always tease me. They always do everything in their power to make me feel like, you know, I'm going to come back because it's getting really loud outside my window. 